Amen. We've already been so blessed by the, by the music, by the children, but that we are so blessed because of your presence in this place, in this sanctuary. And we thank God for his love and grace. I miss Pastor Kathleen this morning. She did text me this morning saying that she was praying for me and the church. And so we assure her that we are praying for her, that God will continue to bless her in her future ministry. So we are uh, in a sermon series. We began uh, a few weeks ago. Does anyone remember? The Lord is, right? We began with the first one, the Lord is my shepherd. Then we looked at the Lord is my helper. And then we looked at the Lord is my healer. And today's message, I already got an amen there from Ellie. Um, Today's message will be the Lord is my light. The Lord is my light. If you have your Bibles, you can join me on your phone, on your iPad, on your Bible. We're going to just look at a few verses today from Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please join with me in prayer. Lord, we come humbly in your presence this morning. Thank you, you, you for all the ways you've already blessed us. But Lord, in this time uh, that we receive your word, Lord, we pray that you will speak to us. God, please hide me behind that cross of Calvary. That, Lord, it will not be my words, it will not be my opinion, but these will be very words from the throne of grace. Lord, we need a word for today to to give us strength, to give us encouragement, to give us peace. And God, I just pray today that you will speak to us once again as you are so faithful. So come, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this church. You are welcome in this time of preaching. Lord, open our hearts to receive to receive and to add these words to our hearts this morning. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. As I said, we are in the sermon series, Lord is, and when we hear the word Lord is, it doesn't say the Lord was, the Lord may have been. It says the Lord is, and that is a present tense. It is ongoing. So when we say the Lord is my shepherd, he was not only my shepherd yesterday, but he is our shepherd today. He is our helper today. He is our helper as we leave this place. He'll be our helper tomorrow. He is our healer. He is our healer. The Lord is. You see, um, many circumstances may come in our lives. You know, a season changes, life changes, uh, challenges changes. But there's one thing that is constant, as the Bible teaches us, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday 
and today and forever. So that is a constant truth that we hold on to, that Jesus remains the same. Now, in Psalm 27, I would encourage you, if you have time this week or today, to go home and read through the book of Psalms. 27 is a beautiful scripture. And when David wrote this psalm, he, you see, David uh, was a man of God who, um, he, he had a lot of mountain talk experiences. He had a lot of great experiences. He was a shepherd. But he also went through some very difficult and dark days in his life. He... Um, uh, he was running for his life from King Saul. You see, King Saul disobeyed God, and so the Lord chose David at a very young age to be king, and Saul did not like David being the king, and so he pursued after David, trying to take his life, and David had to run for his life in wilderness, trying to find safety. And um, he also was the one who fought against Goliath. You know, he defeated Goliath, but there was a uh, time in his life when he encountered God. So this psalm is a psalm of trust in the living God. This psalm is a declaration of a personal experience with God. Now when David writes this psalm, he is not just making things up. He has experienced this, this God that he is talking about. That's why he says, the Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my strength. And Everything changes when God becomes personal. You see? So every Sunday when we are preaching, we are not preaching about a, a Savior that is far from him, who is in heaven, who has no uh, connection with us. No, we are preaching about Jesus who knows what we are dealing with, and he is a personal Savior. He's a personal light. This psalm inspires us to seek the presence of God. When you read Psalm 27, you will see him writing, One thing I desire, and that is to be in the presence of God. And also this psalm reminds us, the focus of this psalm is complete confidence in God. Complete confidence in God. Someone I can bank my, my trust in, and that is Jesus. And that's what David is talking about as he talks about Psalm 27. Now the scripture begins and says, The Lord is my light. Now, in our, in our daily task, we need light, don't we? We need light. We need light to see which way we need to go. It'll be crazy driving at a, at a night time and not be able to see. But we are grateful for the gift of light because light helps us to see the clear path ahead. We need light to help us find things we are looking for. How many of you have been sometimes in you're looking for some things and you can't find it. And when you turn the light on and you're able to find it. Has anybody been there? Or sometimes people are looking for their glasses and the glasses is right on their head, right? <laughs> or sometimes people will say, oh, my light just went on. Oh, I understand what you were saying. We need the light. We need the light to avoid dangers in and around us. You know, light helps us to caution us to stop, pause, and go. Now I know everybody follows the traffic light, right? We have the red, the yellow, and the green. And everybody stops at red, and everybody stops at yellow, and everybody stops at, well, everybody goes on green. But <laughs> those traffic light is a light that gives us a signal, right? Oh, it's going to get yellow. It's time to kind of pause, and it comes to red. Now sometimes we go on the red, but... But that's, that's supposed to stop, right? <laughs> so, so, so light 
is a symbol that gives us what is coming after us. Now, I want to show you a picture of the lighthouse. And I looked up the definition of lighthouse. You know, lighthouse helps the, the ships as they are traveling. They can see what is coming up by the lighthouse. They can see the signals of the light. Hey, if you need to stop, if you need to go this, to this direction, the lighthouse helps the, the ships to move in the right direction. But this is what it says in Britannica.com for lighthouse. Structure usually with a tower built on shore or on the seabed to serve as an aid to maritime coastal navigation, warning mariners of hazards, establishing their position, and guiding them to their destination. So the lighthouse helps us in, in those, in those times. Now, in the Bible, the light is also uh, has, uh, has, a, has a very significant meaning. And when you hear the word light, the word light, first of all, refers to the Word of God. The Word of God. The Bible says in Psalm 119.105, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. And so when we need direction, we read the Word of God because the Word of God is light. It speaks to us. It opens up God's treasure to us. So the Word of God is light. Secondly, the light in the Bible also refers to deliverance from darkness of sin into the light of Jesus. There's the great gospel song. We didn't sing that today, but we're going to sing that one of these days. It's saying, I saw the light, right? No more in darkness, no more in light. When someone has come out of the power of darkness and sin, has come into the light. And the Bible is full of stories of how God has restored people from darkness, from, from depression, from, from sadness. And he's brought them into the marvelous light. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2 and 9, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And I'm grateful for that. Amen. I'm grateful for the light of Jesus in my life and in your life. In the Bible, the light also refers to the guidance of God. In the Old Testament, when, when God was leading his people through the wilderness, this is how they were following God in the wilderness. In Exodus 13, 21, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night, in a dark time, in a pillar of fire to give them life so they could travel by day or night. The light also refers to the guidance of God in our life. Now, Bible also points out who this light is. Who is our light? It is Jesus Christ, our living hope. Jesus Christ, our living hope. He is the light. When David says, the Lord is my light, he knew what light he was talking about. And friends, there is a lot of lights and a lot of shows in this world. But, but I want to share with you that Jesus Christ is only light that can change us, that can guide us, that can direct us. He is the light of the world. And his light is what we need. Now, I want to read this scripture so that I'm not making this up. It is right here in the Bible. In John chapter 1, verse 4 and 9, it says this. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, referring to John the Baptist. 
He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone from coming into the world. John the Baptist came, but he was not the light. He was representing the light of Jesus. When we leave this place, when we go into our community, when we go into our home, it is the light of Jesus that shines in us. It is the light of Jesus that draws people to Christ. Amen? And that's why we need to be filled with the light of Jesus. We need to keep our heart pure and holy before him so that his light can shine through our life. The Lord, David says, the Lord is my light he is my salvation and my strength. I love David because he was just like us. He was a great king, influenced many people in his life. But David was just like you and me. He experienced fear. He experienced discouragement. He experienced disappointment in his life, hopelessness in his life, stress in his life. But in the midst of all his experiences, just like you and me, he was able to write this psalm in a very difficult time in his life. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. Now, I want to bring this even personal to all of us this morning. We all in this sanctuary and on those who are joining us online, we all face different kind of fears and my fear may be very different from your fears and for some people other people's fear may be very small but for them it is big we all face some kind of fears it may be a fear of rejection fear of failure fear within fear outside we all face anxiety over different things in our lives. And maybe we are dealing with that this morning. That's on our mind, on our heart. We are dealing with that in our lives. We all have strength and we all have weaknesses. We all, ex we all know and experience people right now in our life who are going through a difficult time. They're going through a difficult time. It may be a journey with cancer. I tell you, friends, you and I know that going through the journey with cancer is not easy. It is difficult. Some days it's good. Some days it's really hard. I was talking to someone this week. And some days you don't have the strength and you say, Lord, please help me for today. And then there are people who are going through addictions. There are all kinds of addictions people deal with in their lives. All kinds of addictions. And those moments seem something like hopelessness. How long, oh God, can I be freed from this? Then we have people who are experiencing tragic loss. Dealing with conflict in their marriage. Dealing with conflict with, with family members. We all are experiencing different things. But this morning, as David writes, even in the midst of all that he went through, he says, the Lord is my light. I love how David points. He says, David points to Jesus Christ, who is our light and salvation and strength. I love this scripture in Psalm 27, verse 3, where he writes this. Now he's facing this people in his life who are coming out of to, to take his life, and he writes this. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. 
Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. In this I will be confident. What was he confident in? His confidence was like no matter what his circumstance, he knew one thing that was constant. The Lord is still my light. The Lord is still my salvation. And the Lord is still the strength of my life. And he writes this with confidence, friends. David's confidence was not in his ability and his strength, friends, but his complete confidence in a God who is personal, who is faithful, who is real, who is present, who, is, who has promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And this word is so relevant to us today, friends, that, that whatever may our experience, on this we are confident, on this solid rock, we stand that our hope is in the living Jesus Christ and he will lead us and he will guide us and he will strengthen us. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 31, says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. This morning we need to remember that we are not alone and we should not be afraid. You know why? Because the light of Jesus will reach us in the midst of our hopelessness. There is no place in this world where we can hide from God. There is no situation in this life where God cannot reach us. His light cannot reach us. The light of Jesus will show us which direction to go when we don't know where to go. We have to look to the light of Jesus. The light of Jesus will shine in us and through us to bless other people for his glory. Here, friends, this is very, very important. We pray that we need to pray often, Lord, may your light shine in us. Because all of us come across people that need the light of Jesus. And Jesus, we are the hands and feet of Jesus. What we do, what we say, how we live, what we do makes a difference. Because it is through our light, not our light, but the light of Jesus living within us touches them. Is that what is it that is living within you? Who is this that is living within you? And you can say, it is Jesus Christ, the Savior who lives within me. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. And that's the truth, friends. Now, he is not only our light, but he also says, he is my salvation. He is our Savior. The word salvation or Savior in the dictionary refers to liberty, deliverance, rescue, Salvation, safety, welfare. And that's what we have in our Savior, Jesus. He is our rescuer. He is our deliverer. He is our Savior. He is our safety. I am so grateful this morning that we have a Savior who knows what I am going through. Who knows what you are going through. Not only is He our Savior, but He is also our strength. He says the Lord is the strength of my life or stronghold of my life. And that is also crucial, friends. I'm sure many of you know this scripture by heart that Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. Through who? Myself? Through Christ who? Strengthens me. It is so simple. I can do all. And friends, this scripture, when David writes in his journey, he said, I know 
that I couldn't have made it this far without the strength of the Lord. One of my favorite scriptures is 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. Apostle Paul wrote this again, great man of God. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. In days when we do not have the strength, we can say, Lord, I need your strength for today. You all know the song, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking from you. It's a beautiful song. And so in those days, friends, we can rely in a strength that is beyond our strength. And that is the strength of our Savior, Jesus. He is not only our light, He is our Savior, and He is our strength. Now, how can we apply this practically in our lives? The first thing we can do, friends, is that we can pray and speak this, uh, this, uh, this scripture to ourselves. Psalm 27 verse says, The Lord is my light, the Lord is my salvation, the Lord is my strength. Where, is, where it says there is a space there, you can put the Lord is Andrew's light. You can put your name there. The Lord is my light. The scripture is not uh, far from us. It is, it is something personal to us. You can put that in days when you're going through or every day maybe you can write this. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my salvation. The second thing we can do is we can place our fear in the hands of Jesus every day. As a simple prayer, I shared, Lord Jesus, I place my, whatever that need is, whatever that person is, whatever their circumstances, you can place that at the beginning of your day. Lord Jesus, this is on my heart, this situation. I'm writing this down and I'm giving it to you because the scripture says you are my light and I need your help and I need your grace for today. And lastly, there is a song called The Lighthouse by a gospel group, The Hints. It was written many years ago. And this, this has a very powerful, you can look it up on YouTube, Lighthouse by the Hinsons. It has a wonderful message. And the song talks about going through storms of life and you can't see anything. Everything seems dark. And it's almost like being on a sea and it's dark and you can't see any hope. And then suddenly you see a lighthouse. And that lighthouse refers to Jesus. That lighthouse is Jesus. And friends, I know you have uh, known situation or deal with situation, but I have seen amazing thing that people at their lowest point of their lives, they encountered Jesus. They saw Jesus coming and helping them and rescuing them and restoring them and changing their lives. And that's what our world needs, Jesus. He is the lighthouse. This song, um, I want to read. It's, it's a beautiful uh, words to this song. I just want to read the words of this song. It's a chorus. It says, and I thank God for the lighthouse. I owe my life to him. For Jesus is the lighthouse and from the rocks of sin. He has shown the light around me that I may clearly see. If it wasn't for the lighthouse, tell me where would this ship be? Think about your life. 
Think about how the light of Jesus shined upon you just when you needed it. Amen. The Lord is my light. He's your light. He's your salvation. And he's your strength. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this word that you have given to all of us. And Lord, we are so grateful that we have a living hope in our Savior, Jesus Christ. You are not a God that is far from us, but you are a God that is near our hearts. You feel what we feel. You experience what we experience. So God, we pray this morning that your light will shine upon Georgetown first. Your light will shine upon every person in this place. And Lord, as we leave this place, we will know that we have been touched by the presence of God. Lord, we need your light. Not just any light. We need your light to shine in us and through us every day of our lives. Forgive us in many ways we have fallen short. Help us to walk in the light. And we ask this all in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.